I was tempted today <clears throat> not to speak from a text or from notes because today's gospel reading of Zacchaeus is really one of the most beautiful gospel readings you will come across. I think many of you already know the story. It's a whole big group of people following Jesus. Sometimes we have the impression that, you know, Jesus was walking with his head down and nobody knew who he was. But let me tell you, if I started raising people from the dead here in Brookville, and I started curing the blind, and I started, you know, the, the paralytics raising them, this would not be a very quiet place. Everyone would be coming here, right? So imagine in little Jerusalem, they're hearing about this man, Jesus of Nazareth, doing all these incredible miracles, and they are pretty much swarming to him. I mean, you remember that he fed the 5,000, not counting women and children, 15,000 people, 20,000 people. That's just one instance, and he fed them two or three times, maybe he fed them 10 times. We have no idea. So you, you have to get into the, the biblical sense of what was going on when Zacchaeus. So in this great crowd of people that were swarming around Jesus, you can imagine, as the Bible says, Itan mikrosti ilikia. Ilikia in this instance doesn't mean he was young of age, but that he was small in stature, which is a polite way for saying he was very short. So he could not see, and he desired, it says, he really desired, he had to see Jesus. So he runs out ahead because it was by that path that Jesus was going to go, and he runs out ahead and climbs up a sycamore tree. I have no idea what a sycamore tree looks like, frankly, but it must have been a tree that was above the height of the people, nonetheless. And what I'd like to say as a parenthesis, before Zacchaeus thought to see Christ, and before he found himself in a position of saying, how am I going to see him, Christ had already planted the sycamore tree. It's a nice image that sometimes we reach a point in our lives where we think, oh, now what am I going to do? But Christ has already given the solution way before you had thought about it. He had already planted that sycamore tree knowing that Zacchaeus would need it at some point in his life. Goes up in the sycamore tree, crowd around, and Christ says, Zacchaeus, you Zacchaeus, Come down from here, because I must stay in your home today. And Zacchaeus comes down, and you remember the story, and he's totally, first of all, probably amazed that in this huge crowd of people, he, Christ picks them off hanging from a tree. He comes down, and he says, Lord, I'm not a good person. I'm a tax collector. As Gregory made reference to with the kid sermon, again, it's hard to imagine what a tax collector looks like in the 21st century. How many of you love the IRS? Raise your hand. Exactly. Now imagine if the IRS walked around your neighborhood hitting you door to door and saying, you know, Costa, your house, it's six feet that way, $10,000 fine, and you have no recourse to anyone because they are the law. Tax collectors work for the Romans. They collected the tax. They cut a little bit for themselves. 
and gave to the Romans and everyone was happy. But they were not very loved by the people. So he was cheating people constantly for his own profit. So he says to the Lord, I'm not a good person, but Lord, whatever I have right now, today, I will take and give half of it to the poor. And anyone, he says, that I have defrauded, anyone that I cheated, I will pay them back four times. Now, if I cheated you out of $10, and I'm going to pay back you four times, and pay back him four times, and pay back the other person, obviously you realize that he's going to have absolutely nothing left for himself. He can give it all away. If I'm giving four times more away than I collected, I'm in trouble. Meaning that he gave everything in this act of repentance, of owning up for the life he should have not lived, he's owning up. And what does Christ say to this tax collector who had, as Gregory would have said, many labels on him? He's a cheat. He's a shyster. You know what he did to my sister-in-law, what he did to my brother-in-law? I'll tell you about him. He says, today, the second time we hear the word today in this passage, today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. I think for me, as I read this passage, you're going to allow me to kind of twist it a little bit. Zacchaeus was somebody who wanted to see Jesus. And what did Zacchaeus do? He wanted to go up high into a tree to see Christ pass by. And I think this can be used as a little bit of a metaphor. Sometimes many of us may think that in order for me to have that experience of seeing Jesus, I have to elevate myself so high spiritually. I have to hold a prayer rope and, and, and you know, pray 15 hours a day and fast and do all these superhuman feats in order to be elevated now in this condition I can see Christ. And what does Christ say? You get down from up there. Because up there is a temptation, friends, of becoming very self-righteous, which is a very dangerous sin. Because self-righteousness is cloaked with a fake cloak of holiness. I fast twice a week. When are we going to hear that gospel? In a couple of weeks. I come to the temple. I pray. I'm not like him. Remember this gospel? The publican and the Pharisee. The tax collector and the Pharisee. And look at how interesting Luke plays this out. St. Luke. A couple weeks ago, remember there was a young rich person who came to Christ and said, Lord, what must I do to be saved? And he says, well, you know the law. You've read it. This, this. He goes, I have kept all of that from my youth. And the Lord saying, knowing the inner heart, as Greg would say, looking past the label, says, okay. Sell everything you have, give it to the poor, and follow me. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. 
and he went away sad. So here we have a beautiful appearance versus reality. We have Zacchaeus, everything wrong about him, right? A cheat, a shyster, a loser, an outcast, hated by everyone, doesn't have anything to show for. And the rich young man who had everything in order, perfectly done, standing high up on the sycamore tree, doesn't see God. And so what happens in our lives, friends, is we love to climb up trees and to tell the whole world how spectacular we are. We love climbing up the tree of, Father, you know me, I come to church every Sunday. We love to climb up the trees. I pay my stewardship. 500 bucks, I'm a good Christian now. The tree of, well, I serve on committees at the church, you know. And we can be told by God, if you want to see me, Zacchaeus, come down from up there and come and talk to me. We have to be very careful, friends, of the sin of self-righteousness. To think that we are something. And we see time and again Christ saying, I see past your labels. I see every person in the inner hearts that they have, their inner thoughts, their inner ideas. I see, forgive me, the harlot who becomes a saint. I see the tax collector, the cheat, the robber who spent time in jail, who's now out of jail. I see the inner heart that's converted. And all of us fall into that temptation, even Father Pandelemon, to say, well, I'm not like him or her. This is a very dangerous path to walk. Because what will happen is we will spend our whole times looking for Christ. Our whole life will pass. And when we get to the doors of the kingdom, we will be faced with a very, very hard word from our Lord. Remember when the five virgins went knocking? You remember this story? The lamps didn't have oil. They go knocking. And the Lord says, go away, I don't know you. And the door was shut in their face. This is not meant to scare you, friends. This is meant hopefully to give you hope that despite and in spite of the lives that we all live, as I like to say, the hidden lives, the lives that are in the heart that nobody knows, we're still standing high on the sycamore tree, but that Christ can see right through all that and say there is good in that person that all the world has labeled as evil. That's where all the game is played in our salvation. In the heart, in the motives that we all have in our hearts, that's what God sees. Because, this is the beauty of our Lord, He sees in everyone the potential for change. Zacchaeus, the sinner, now the saint. 
the harlot the sinner, now the saint. He sees that, and that's what he draws out of people. We normally push people away. Christ says, everyone come to me who wants to be changed because I see the great potential in everyone. And in essence, what Christ sees is the reality of us, not the hidden us. He sees us open book. So this few words that I share, hopefully, will make us become more attentive to be real. I once went to Mount Athos, I remember, and I was talking to a monk. It's kind of humorous because how many of you have ever heard of the Jesus prayer? Okay, so it's, it's a prayer that is used a lot by monastics, and not only, people in the world too, and they repeat this prayer in order to keep their heart focused and connected on the Wi-Fi of God, right? So it's, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. And you can use it to pray for people. So I went to Mount Athos filled with enthusiasm. I'm going to really learn this prayer. I'm going to go to one of the great, you know, fathers over there, and they're going to sit me down and teach me everything. So I, you know, I sit them down. I have notes I need to ask, make sure I get all the questions right, get the answers, you know, organize them. And I remember the old monk looking at me. It says, Father Pandeleimon, in order to pray the Jesus prayer, you need a lot of humility. And I, I sat and I, I thought about it. Like I was waiting, like, stand this way, say it this many times. It needs a lot of humility. And he said, the better prayer would be if you could recognize your fallenness as opposed to saying, now I am praying the Jesus prayer and I'm good. He says, the greater thing will be to see yourself for who you are. To say to God, and he put it exactly this way, that would be a greater spiritual ascent than saying, I have now mastered how to pray. By the way, I never learned how to pray yet. Let's go on the record on that. May God give us the strength to get down from our trees and to see him face to face as we is with all of our mess-ups, our wounds, our dirt stains, our scratches, our bruises, just like Zacchaeus have the attitude of change and say, Lord, with your help, we can do all things. Amen.